In this bulletin, the federal government blocks a controversial Queensland coal mine project. Hope fading for survivors as the death toll from the Turkey and Syria earthquakes passes 11,000. And in basketball, LeBron James becomes the NBA's all-time leading scorer. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brawl. The death toll from the powerful earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria has jumped to over 11,000. Crews have rescued more than 8,000 people in Turkey so far, but the chances of unearthing more people still alive have dropped as rescue efforts push past the first 72 hours following the disaster, a period seen as crucial for rescuing survivors. Bayram Chalur is one of those survivors. We lost our relatives and our loved ones. Rescuers are still trying to pull many people out of the rubble. We still can't enter our houses. We spent last night in our cars. We are a family of four, but we were living in our home as six people with my in-laws. Now we are staying in these tents, but we do not know how long it can continue. Aftershocks are still happening. We are really devastated. I can't find the words to say anymore. Four Australians have been reported missing in Turkey following the 7.8 magnitude earthquake. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has signalled the government is supporting those families, as well as around 40 other Australians who were also believed to be in the area at the time. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade is providing consular assistance, uh, including to the families of four Australians who were in the region at the time of the earthquake, and I regret to say at this stage remain unaccounted for. Obviously their safety is our immediate priority and consular officials in Ankara are working with local authorities and others on the ground to assist them. The federal government has also confirmed it's sending a team of 72 Defence Force personnel to assist local authorities in recovery efforts. Two children have died after a bus ran into a daycare centre in the Canadian city of Montreal. Six other children have been left injured in the accident in the Montreal suburb of Laval. Police say the circumstances around the crash remain unclear, but the 51-year-old bus driver has been arrested on charges of homicide and reckless driving. He's understood to be an employee of the city's public transport system. In a first-of-its-kind ruling, the Australian government has blocked the creation of a coal mine in central Queensland under environmental law. Minister Tanya Plibersek rejected the mine, put forward by mining magnate Clive Palmer. On the grounds, it would further threaten the Great Barrier Reef, freshwater creeks and groundwater. It's the first time that a minister has used Australia's 22-year-old Environmental Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act to block a mining project. The proposed central Queensland coal mine would have sat less than 10 kilometres from the reef and had the capacity to produce up to 10 million tonnes of coal every year for the next 25 years. International prosecutors say they have found strong evidence that Russian President Vladimir Putin approved the use of a Russian missile system that shot down Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 over eastern Ukraine in 2014. But they say they don't have enough evidence of Mr Putin's and other Russian officials' involvement to lead to a criminal conviction. Dutch police official Andy Krag says investigators are now ending their probe without further prosecutions. Are we disappointed? Uh, no, because we think we came further than we have ever thought in 2014. Would we have liked to come further 
Of course, yes. That is, every detective would have liked to have come further. But at this point, we've reached our limits. We've done everything that we can within our limits, and the next answers, they lay in Russia. Russia has denied any involvement with the downing of the civilian airliner, which killed 298 passengers and crew, including 38 Australian residents and citizens. The Chinese government says it wants to rebuild relations with Australia following talks between the two countries' trade officials. Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning has told reporters Beijing is ready to launch or resume dialogue. China and Australia are both important countries in the Asia-Pacific region, and their economies are highly complementary. The healthy and stable development of China-Australia relations is in line with the fundamental interests of the two peoples and is also conducive to promoting peace, stability and prosperity in the Asia-Pacific region and the world. Ms Mao's comments were in reply to a question from China's state broadcaster CCTV after talks between Trade Minister Don Farrell with his Chinese counterpart Wang Wentao on Monday. The first time in three years the responsible ministers have met. The talks centred on the removal of $20 billion worth of trade sanctions against Australia. To sport and LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers has surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. He set the new mark with 10.9 seconds remaining in the third quarter of a home game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. The 38-year-old has won four NBA championships, including back-to-back titles with Miami Heat in 2012 and 2013. I'm Deborah Grok. This is SBS News. (laughs) 